When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The ball backwards on his own goal line and will kick the ball out and it's all over. New Zealand win by 71 points to three. They led 38 points to three at the half. And from the opening minute, there was a golfing class between these two sides. They hit them hard. They hit them early, Justin Marshall, and they hit them often. They certainly did. They were clinical with their start. Roy Gard went in within two minutes. And from there on, and once they got into their method, yes, Namibia had brief moments in the game, but absolutely dominating the game statistically, set-piece-wise, and they just put Namibia under pressure all parts of the game. They got them with width, which saw players in space in the outside channels. They challenged them with their kicking game, where they equally found space and scored tries. Anton Lennox-Browns was unique something we haven't seen before. Caleb Clark got one off a kick, there was cross kicks. They really showed great variation today, the All Blacks. And yes, the opposition is not of the standard that they will face later in the tournament, but they stayed to task and they'll be really proud of the way that they've come out and got the job done the way they were supposed to have got it done today. Justin, you're gonna to have to do your homework. Uh, we'll get you to t- think about your take charge player of the match, uh, thanks to MG Performance Retold with MG4 Electric. It is, of course, and this might be quite difficult because we've seen some special one out, try of the day sponsored by Fletcher Living. But you've got an ad break to ponder those two th- things, Justin Marshall. You've heard a quick cut rap from him as we head to the break, thanks to Victor on gas bottle swap. More to come on our post-game show, thanks to Victor on Gas Bottle Swap. Easy, safe, quick, convenient. Back with more after this. Ultimate outboards. The All Blacks, as they did four years ago, have scored 71 points in a victory against Namibia. This time they've only conceded three points. So a 68-point win for the All Blacks. 71 points to three. They scored so early. Cam Roygaard within the opening 90 seconds they started a breathtaking pace as they did against France the opening game but they've uh, continued to pile on the points against Namibia 38-3 at the half and now 71-3 at the full time here's Adi Savi the All Blacks captain um, just tell us basically what was it like out there and how good did it feel to play amongst this new change team that you got yeah Talofalava Maru Love Suifu um, yeah, mate, it's, uh, it's a good feeling getting the win today, uh, especially after last week's result. Uh, just very proud of the men uh, for, I guess, having a good week of prep and then coming tonight and um, getting the win like we did. Um, still a few areas that Namibia put us under pressure, uh, but we'll take that. Which are the areas that you want to improve on? What did you see in this game tonight that you thought, well, you know, we can do better there? Yeah, like our discipline, you know, we, you know, in our defence, we, we gave a few penalties away and they got opportunities to drive, and um, you know we we want to eliminate those. So we want to be ruthless in that area. So, but you know, hey, out of all the positives, is you can look at the negatives. But um, I'm very proud of the men. There's a few guys that got their first, you know, real cup match, and obviously Sammy getting his milestone. So it's a it's a really honour. Yeah, and the 
those facts were the 9-10 combination. Just tell us what you thought about Cam and, and Damien working together. Yeah, I thought, you know, they they controlled the game well. Damo was being normal Damo and finding space and Cam's running game uh, really exploded around the breakdown. So, nah, very proud of the men, very proud of the boys. It's awesome. Thanks very much, Artie. Cheers. Thank you. That is Artie Savier, the All Blacks at Skipper, speaking at the end of the game. What about the verdict from Namibia? Here is their head coach, Alistair Curtis. He's just taking up his prime position and will get uh, his thoughts on his side's effort. They are being farewell by this Toulouse crowd who have not gone. They're all on their feet. They're doing sort of a lap of honour. And what a great sort of tribute. Gee, the French fans really do actively support, don't they, Justin? Justin Marshall's alongside me. He will continue to bring his expert analysis. Thanks to Brent, your local John Deere equipment supplier. Just waiting for the queue. Here is Alistair Alistair, the, the discipline was good. You came close to scoring tries against the All Blacks. Uh, just tell us how proud you are of this team. No, 100%. I think I can't compliment the fight of the team, you know, more than again tonight. Even when we brought on substitutes in the second half, you know, there was some fight there. Uh, we were up against the classy All Black side. Uh, you know, the pace in which they play, you know, it's, it was quite uh, tough for our boys, but. Uh, Look, uh, we learned lessons tonight again, you know. Uh, if you look at when last uh, Namibia's outfit played against a team, uh, you know, as a world-class team like the All Blacks, I think it's been the last World Cup, mate. And, and, and we take a hell of a lot of positives from this. Uh, again, a couple of opportunities which we have created, which we didn't take. So, so, so that's good, as long as we keep creating that. Are you seeing a, a, a constant improvement in the in the team as they move into this competition, having seen your boys play two matches? No, 100%. Uh, you know, we've got France next, and uh, our World Cup is basically last game, you know, and uh, and, and, and they, these are all building blocks. Like I said, we can do better at set-piece. We were put under severe pressure there, but, you know, the, there was still fight. I, I think uh, what we need to get better, though, is making sure we look after the ball. Thanks so much for your time, Alistair. Well done. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, very, very true with that last point, keeping hold of the ball. They got inside the New Zealand 22 often, and they often coughed it up, but the Toulouse fans don't care. They're giving the Viking clap send-off. You'd think, um, you know, there's uh, 23 Namibians up for our take-charge player of the match by that response, thanks to MG. Performance retold um, with MG for electric. All right, Justin Marshall, we've now heard from the respective camps. How do you rate that all-black performance? I rate it really highly. I feel they accomplished what they wanted to. They certainly could have found some really niggly, tenacious opposition in Namibia and suffered the same fate as France did last night by not fronting up, showing real vulnerability and, and not quite being in the right headspace. I think the All Blacks didn't do that as the Viking clap is going. We're going to listen to Ian Foster. Here, here is Ian Foster. Thanks, uh, Marshy. Just what? And, and Ian Foster's just—he's ready to go. Just ourselves up front, particularly, and I thought we we got that dominance pretty early, which which was key to the game, and it enabled us to, I guess, pick and choose how we wanted to play after that. But you know, obviously, we're delighted with uh, with the result, with the, with the performance, and it's um, a step forward. What about the little blip regarding Ethan uh, Um You know, it's it's obviously a bit of a blow to the to the front row. Tell tell us a little bit more about that and, and your thoughts about that. Oh, we'll just go home and have, we'll have a look at it. You know, look at um, 
there was obviously a lot of shoulder on shoulder involved with that contact. Um, so, but you know, clearly they saw it as a red card. We'll probably we'll compare it to something else that's happened yesterday, and then see what comes out of that. Now, regarding uh, the next match and what you take from this game, uh, the, the first two games, in fact, um, are you in the right position? You, you, are you where you want to be at this Rugby World Cup? Well, we just well we dropped our first one, won our second, so we'll take that. And it's um, you know we've got a buy now, which is it is what it is, and so we just got to use the next week to keep building. But I've said all along, you know, you just got to you got to work your way through your pool, and, and it's going to be a tough ask. You know, Italy's playing very good rugby, and that's all we're really going to focus on now. Congratulations for the win tonight, Ian. Thank you. Th thanks very much. Cheers. All right, so we've heard from the All Blacks coach, the captain, and also the Namibian head coach. Uh, the pace for which New Zealand play just seems so central to everything, doesn't it, Justin? We've seen when they were at their best in the rugby championship, it was with pace. The way they started the opening halves against France was with pace. Tonight, against an inferior uh, opposition, they were able to play at their own pace. And, and some, of the, uh, some of the raids... Were brilliant. McKenzie with his wide passing. Roy Gard. There were lots of highlights. Oh, there certainly was. And I don't think we should take away from the All Blacks for that. You know, that, that's just them going out and doing exactly what they needed to do. And that's the danger in these games, which is to not do that. So they achieved that, and they achieved, achieved it in a positive manner and put 71 points on Namibia. But you've also got to take it for what it is. You know, they are not in the top 10 in the world, Namibia. Far from it. And they and they should perform like they did today, the All Blacks. They should categorically be the better side. They should make Namibia fall mm. off 43 tackles. That is a lot of tackles. Not many teams in the world miss that many tackles in the game. So, you know, you've got to balance it out with the quality of the opposition. But you can drop your standard, and I don't feel the All Blacks did that. So you've got. I think we have to stay positive in that result. Um, but again, you've got to look at it in terms of who they're playing yes. and give respect to that situation as well. Well, Namibia uh, and New Zealand, similar scoreline to four years ago. Uh, Namibia, 71-9. They were beaten on that occasion back in Japan. Now 71 points to three. All right, let's uh, work our way through some of these. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to split this one, Justin. I'm glad you're here. Uh -huh. Part of our uh, post-game show with Suzuki. Suzuki's fully fitted offers the ultimate outboard motor all right um try of the day where do you start because there was some buttes well there was you know we had the power elastifying anuku we we had you know the outstanding offload onto a flying rico yuane um, we had some power up front as well roy you know, guard and mckenzie roy, off the scrum roy guard and mckenzie both got a brace of tries um the, the set piece, piece move to me was probably the pick of the day, and that's been really harsh on some of the other tries, which are of the highest quality as well. But in terms of an individual try and something completely unique and different, I'd probably have to go for Anton Lennart-Browns. Now, I really love the set-piece try, but there are elements that are involved in that that are, you know, the scrum working well, people making good decisions. But when the ball came on the 50-metre line to Anton Lennart-Brown on the bounce, he had two defenders in front of him. He cleverly beat one just with a grubber kick through, regathered, regathered it with the foot before the second defender could get to it, timed the kick to perfection so that it only dribbled half a metre over the line and went 50 metres to score. That was very, very unique. You don't see a try like that very often, so I'm going to give that as my try of the day. Excellent stuff. Uh, 
That is the Fletcher Living try of the day. Kick back with Fletcher Living. This is living. I must admit, there was a really ugly moment early in this game. I think we're only about 12, 14 minutes in when a player who looked quite lively in a couple of carries, uh, LaRue Milan, the 24-year-old midfielder, right the number 12 uh, jersey plays for the New England Free Jacks. Great nickname, that one. The Free Jacks out of New England and the United States. This poor bloke who, who he's a tall lad, lean, powerful, good, good pace, good light footwork. We chased a kick and a horrendous moment, Justin, where he well, he snapped his ankle. And it's just, no one wants to see it. No, they don't. And unfortunately, really, but unfortunately, they, these types of injuries do happen in a game. Let's think back to, I think it was three weeks ago now, where Tyrell Lomax suffered, again, a very strange but very ugly Injury with mm. 38 stitches required to a gash that was just bizarre. And equally today, unfortunately for centre Larue Milan, in chasing through, he just got into awkward contact, landed awkwardly, and through dynamics and foot and speed and power, and and just landing awkwardly. Yeah, he snapped his ankle, and and it ended up being a really horrible and awful injury for him and uh, it was a really terrible moment but thankfully the medical staff and the people involved in getting to him they dealt with it really proficiently they got him his pain relief quite quickly Uh, they got his leg in the right position it took a little bit of time but you'd have to say that they did a great job in making sure he was as comfortable as he could be quickly and uh, he was okay and then the response afterwards from both teams knowing what he was going through and what he is going to go through with surgery and rehab and then the crowd was something pretty special and quite emotional I think and uh, the fact that he was able to raise his arm and acknowledge uh, really showed that he is uh, a true hard man yeah. and uh, he, you would think he will come right um, quickly if he's got that sort of character yeah um, it, you're right, and we, we, that's what we said at the time. It was quite a, an emotional set uh, scene uh, mm. to, to see him taking his place on the cart, the All Blacks sort of hovering around, all applauding him, his teammates. And you know, you, you've been in situations like that, Justin, when one of your hombres goes down. Yep. It, it's an awful feeling, mm. um, an awful feeling inside um, a camp. A few of the players went up, grabbed his arm, pat him on the head. You can only uh, imagine what they were thinking. But this to lose crowd, just keep kept roaring him on, kept encouraging him, and you are so right, putting the, the, the right arm up, sort of clenching the fist, but then waving. He really, um, th- there's no two ways about it, it's the toughest player of today, thanks to Harjaka, for sure. work where, for a new breed of legends, and we wish nothing but the best for the room Milan, and we wish you a speedy recovery, my friend, and I know that the rugby fraternities. We're a strange bunch. It's a it's a combative sport, but there's a real brotherhood, a sistership. There's yep. real real connection, and no one likes to see that. Um, so we, we do wish him very well. You are listening to SENZ. If you're just tuning into our coverage, the game is wrapped up here. New Zealand have won by 71 points to three. They led 38 points to three at the half. Um, and from the opening scrum, Justin, set piece dominance was there. Very, very impressive scrum 
in the early stages of this game. I, I don't think that the complete and utter, utter devastation are carried on, but they were certainly dominant throughout. Yeah, they were. And, and I think when you look for a performance, you need to look quite clearly at your mm. set piece and see that on the day, over 80 minutes, it's functioned really well. And I thought it was faultless. I, I can think of only one indiscretion at scrum time when they butchered an opportunity five metres out from the line just from jumping the gun, probably through enthusiasm and excitement, although Jason Ryan quite clearly didn't agree <laughs> with, with the decision. Um, we, we managed to sort of get some some lip read going out of uh, his thoughts on whether it should have been a penalty or not. However, the, the rest of it on the balance of the day, I don't remember really a fault in the line out. They picked off a bit of Namibia's ball. They turned them over a few times in the scrum. And in general, uh, the halves had a great platform mm. to work off. All right, let's move on uh, to some of our other... I I'm going to throw this one. Normally I ask you, but I'm going to be a little bit selfish here. Let's uh, um, get to our Farmside Great Moment brought to us by Farmside Mobile and Broadband. This is a I'm not sure you're going to see this. And, and you pointed me to this uh, during the commentary. And, and I really only appreciate it once I had a good look at the Karcher replay. Thanks to Karcher. Uh, it's Richie Moonga taking the ball to the line. Oh yeah, and uh, you know drawing the defence towards him, and like he's literally to the line. It, they're just mere centimetres in front, and it looks like he's going to grubber. The legs start coming out from the opposition defenders because they're committed to, to blocking the grubber kick. Then he's looking to his winger. And you think, okay, he's going to flick the pass, but then he chips the ball mm. high. Yeah. And behind, so he's, he, I know there's 4D chess going on, but his, his brain just works a little bit differently. It does. He, you could see quite clearly that he could see something. He had the intent. And then what great, great players can do is at the last moment change their mind. And to be able to think about looking to put the ball on the ground through the line, dropping your head so that your eyes are down towards the ball and away from where the space that you're wanting to hit and then all of a sudden recognising it's not on which it wasn't <laughs> in that split second lifting your head up and then just executing the kick to instead just bang it down with your foot you want your just, head's half turned just to, to use, the, use your ankle yeah. to sort of flick it up and to get it over the top and land it in space in play not dead not in touch <laughs> for your winger just to wait 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 quite uh, patiently for it to sit up for him and stroll on in yeah I'm with you. That was the moment of the day. You must give it a swag if you pull off something like oh, that, yeah, don't you? You do. Just when you're, you know, small first five, you, you, you puff the, out the chest. You get the Colin McGregor walk on once you've done that. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you agree because I'm not sure you're going to see it in many of the highlights, um, you know, across TV. There's, you know, those long ranging tries will mm. probably hog the headline. That's just such a moment of pure class. A farm sign great moment for sure as far as I'm concerned and thanks to the eagle-eyed Justin Marshall uh, who spotted it from our amazing commentary position. That was our farm side great moment. Enjoy one bill with farm side broadband and mobile. Before we move off this game and look ahead to, to some of the rest of the tournament, Justin, we've got to get to player of the day. I, I know the official player of the day was Cam Roygaard yep. as awarded by World Rugby and what a performance from the off. Two tries early on, set up, set up a couple... Him and McKenzie look like they've played a lot of rugby together. But, you know, how do, how do you judge those two without mentioning the forward pack? Because they had a heck of a platform. Is it sort of a false dawn if you look at 9 and 10? So, oh, they were sensational. They'll play like that every time. 
Well, they can't function unless the forward pack is doing its job, and we've alluded mm. to that. And then that includes breakdown. You know, they, 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 were, they were getting good, clean, crisp ball. There was no real harassment on Roygaard. But I sort of run my finger down the back for the whole team, and I thought, yep, Barrett, Bowden Barrett had a good game before he got taken off. Caleb Clark didn't do anything wrong. Anton Leder Brown had that moment. David Havili had a good game. Lester Fyanganuku was probably the player of the first 20 minutes. Damien McKenzie and Roygaard, you mentioned. Adi Savier, probably quiet by his own his own high standards, but again, did nothing wrong. Needed the Papaleki, Jacobson, Whitelock, Retallick, the usual selves. And the front row were really good. So it's like, okay, everybody had a pretty good game. Some were better than others. Uh, and then the, the key ones to stand out were obviously Roygaard, McKenzie, Fying Anuku, I thought. Those three were, were, were outstanding uh, and, and scored a couple of tries, mm. um, McKenzie and Roygaard. But I thought on a pressure situation, when given the start, first Rugby World Cup game for Cam Roygaard, um, it was also for Fying Anuku, obviously, but I just felt that he needed a statement game. And that, that can very easily turn into being an individual, and uh, it can turn it into being a bit of a mess. He went out there, stayed composed, game management was great, controlled it with McKenzie. I think whoever chose it outside of us made a very wise decision because it's exactly <laughs> yeah. what we're going to say. Cam Roygaard is our player of the match. There so, must be some really intelligent people in this stadium somewhere who have picked him out because they're on the same page as us. The take charge player of the match uh, indeed is Cam Roygaard uh, with MG, MG4 electric quality and performance with seven year warranty. Uh, he knows his way to the trialer, doesn't he? He does. Scored quite a few for the Canes this year of course has that ability to beat defenders one-on-one. -on -one. That sort of left foot, right foot step that puts Swanepoel on his face in that second half and then offloads it to Havili. He's also yeah. a bit of a creative force and he's, he's left the All Black selectors with a lot to ponder. Yeah, and what I really liked as well is, is he didn't go missing on the basics. Mm. I, I don't remember him throwing a bad pass at all. He found McKenzie right on the chest every time, gave McKenzie time and space, so he was doing his work proficiently as, as Aaron Smith does getting to the breakdowns making sure it's quick recycle he only kicks two or three times but his kicks were good remember one that only landed half a metre in from the touchline and they managed to force the wing over the touchline that's how accurate his kick was yep. defence was good uh, you can't fault his performance he didn't do one single thing wrong I don't even remember I think maybe he made one error down inside the 22 somewhere where he, he got a little bit over frantic and maybe knocked the ball on at the back of the ruck but, man, over 80 over, what, 65 minutes or whatever mm. it was, um, it was a very complete performance. Yeah, take charge player of the match with MG, MG4 Electric Quality Performance with seven-year warranty. Uh, try of the day, we've already been there. There was Anton Leonard-Brown with uh, Fletcher Living. Kick back with Fletcher Living. This is Living. Contentious point, of course, is the Ethan DeGroot yellow card upgraded to a red card. You and I see it differently. I think there's enough contact of the head yep. to warrant a red card under the letter of the law. Now we can we, we could have a good long debate about the law itself, but as it's currently constituted which is what we've got to operate under I see it, I can see why it's a red I, Look, I, I can see why because they've seen head contact mm. and they're saying what they are saying is no mitigation so no mitigation, so mitigation is the, the, the carrier dropping mm. uh, and so you know, like you, you, you've got the right intent because you've lowered your hips as well, they bring all of those sorts of things into it, body height player falling into the tackle you couldn't avoid that. You did something wrong. But another part of mitigation is actual force. And, and I just don't feel there was enough there. I agree with what Ian Foster said. If you heard it um, out there, people, he, he said, well, we feel that there was not 
enough direct force that there was a bit of quite a lot of shoulder on shoulder involved. That's how I saw it as well. I'm not disputing the fact that his shoulder eventually did make contact with the mm -hmm. head, but I don't think it was direct contact. And mm. I, I think that is the mitigation. And mitigation should have allowed that to be no 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 injury to the the ball carrier. Um, absolutely there's mitigation. Yes, there's contact with the head, but the mitigation is that it's not clear and obvious that it's been direct contact. So I, I was very, very I said when he left the field, didn't I, Daniel? I said there is no way that will be upgraded to a red. <laughs> mm. Those very words came out of my mm. mouth. And I was absolutely gobsmacked when they found that there was enough there. Imagine if that happened in the first 10 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. But I, conversely, I, in saying that, no, hang on, okay. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. We, that they do know that, that head contact at this tournament is being um, officiated in the way that you are describing. Yes. And so, yes, if you enter into that zone, you do roll the dice. Yes. And so I agree with you like that. I agree with you in that regard. I'm just looking at it from, as a former player saying, I don't think it's as bad as, as a red card just for various reasons. Not just because he's an all-black player. I would see that in any regard, regardless of what colour jersey or nation you're from, I would have said exactly the same thing. Yellow, on review, won't be a red. And I'm not going to change my mind. Unless they come up with some miraculous <laughs> angle from somewhere or the referee's got ref cam that I didn't know about and there is the Zabuda film or whatever it's there, called there's sweat and uh, back and perspiration right. coming off the guy's head because it's force I'm not going to back down mate so we'll, well, we'll I debate that until the early hours you, over a beer I wouldn't expect <laughs> you to do that but this conversation between you and I lends me to believe this for sure uh, the most important people could be the lawyers in the next couple of days oh they will be uh, yeah. uh, Joe Moody Stay near your phone. Yeah, well, and as Ian Foster said, the, the big thing that they've, they've got to do now is uh, that they will go away. And, and he quite clearly saw something yesterday in the French game because he said, we'll, have a, we'll show them something that we saw in the French game yesterday that we feel um, you haven't officiated a red, a red card on. So he's obviously seen something. And, uh, you know, they, they will go back and they will show... Release the tapes, they will, they, Yeah, they will, they will show evidence to the, the committee and say, hey, look... Let's, let's weigh this up. Really? Here's incident after incident. Jesse Creel. Da, 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 da. This is not as bad as all of that. And, and I feel that he'll be okay. He might not be because I've been proven wrong with the red card already this evening. But um, I don't feel that it justifies uh, any further sanction. That's for sure. All right. The thoughts of Justin Marsh. All right. Great moment was that Richie Mwanga for mine. Uh, try of the day, Anton Leonard Brown. Uh, Ken Roy Godwin's their player of the day. The great moment I should uh, mention with Farmside Mobile and Broadband. Enjoy one bill with Farmside Broadband and Mobile. Thanks to their support. Lastly, but certainly not least, it's just a reminder of what's coming to you this weekend here on SCNZ as we wrap things up from Stadium to lose, where New Zealand have won big by 71 points to three. Uh, they won 71 points to nine four years ago. Uh, tomorrow morning, uh, you've got a, the start of three games. We'll see uh, Samoa, Portugal and Tonga, all play Tonga up against Ireland. That's a really uh, big one at 7am. That will book in the day. Sorry, I will end the day. But the two big games that we've got commentary of, Monday morning, 3.45am, Australia v Fiji, San Etienne, Sam Hewitt and Steve Devine have the call. Then 7am, it's England up against Japan. In Nice, Scotty Stevenson and Ant Strawn. That is a look at the schedule. Uh, thanks to Kubota, together we are shaping and building New Zealand. 
Right, Justin Marshall, it has been a treat and an honour to be alongside well. you the last couple of days. Thanks for coming over to the Dark Side and Radio. I hope you enjoyed it. I've absolutely loved it, and uh, it's been sensational working with you and SENZ, and uh, hopefully there's more to come. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> Thanks so much to Justin Marshall. Finn for producing back home. Logan Swinkles has done amazing work on the ground here in uh, France. Oh, we're going to be sad to be on a tin bird. Um, we can't wait to uh, carry on back. our coverage. <laughs> Thanks, Arnie. <laughs> 71 points to three. The All Blacks have won.